Hey, welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week here. Uh, round 12, Super Rugby 2017. I'm joined by Richard. Hey. I'm joined by Blake. Hey. And I'm joined by James. Hey. Joined by James? You are James. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no song this week, Jim? No song. Why not? Well, if you give it to them every week, they demand it every week, you know? I do it when I fucking want. <laughs> Get in there, And that's the rule. Yeah. All right. What do we What do we think initially? Round twelve, another good round of rugby. Well, yeah, to, what are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about the World Cup, the round of rugby. Oh yeah, the World Cup pools were were picked. Should we Should we start there? Mix can it I, up. Can I ask why is it so early? Generate interest. I think isn't it because they also have the Olympics and they're trying to sort of get in before the Olympic fever takes over, so people actually give a shit about the rugby. Yeah. I believe that was the talk, and they got the Prime Minister there and shit, so yeah. that's something. Oh, no, it's fantastic. But it's also the case of, like, in, in, a, in a year's time, rankings might change, and it could, the, the pools might have looked completely different. I don't know. Yeah, but I kind of like that, though, because it means you can't just peak for the World Cup. Yeah. If, you, if you're too shit too far out, well, you're going to cop a tough draw. Yeah. And so or, you could be, or you could be second in the world and still cop a tough draw. <laughs> Look, Australia have got a very generous draw. The second easiest pool. Mate, you're already in the semi-finals, aren't you, pretty much? Pretty much. Well, who do we face in the quarters should we top? So it's not a guarantee we beat Wales either, by the way. Everyone's just... Well, we're 10-0 against them at the moment, aren't we? Last 10? Yeah, but we're 0-0 in Japan. It's anyone's game. (laughs) 0-0. What did you think of the draw, though? All the attention goes on those B and C draws. The New Zealand, South Africa... That could be an amazing... We don't know how South African rugby is going to look at that point, but what an amazing game that could be in uh, in the round. It's African. almost a disaster. Like, it's awesome, and I'm really keen yeah. to watch it. And I guess kind of the way it is with four um, thingos, there's five good countries in the world, so it's always going to happen to two with the big powerhouses. Yeah. It was us last time. It's their turn now. Yeah. Though yeah. they were in the... Uh, England and South Africa were in the same pool when it was in uh, Sitters, the old World Cup 2003. Yeah. So um, it's unlucky that it's happened to him twice in mm. 20 years. Is it, it, <laughs> good stat. Good stat. Um, yeah, what, do we actually think that is the... Because there is that one big game, but the rest of their pool is pretty straightforward. Um, do you then see that there, whoever finishes first and second there, and then even in Group A, probably that, that will be a semi-final rematch between those two? Yeah, it looks like it, doesn't it? Mm. That creates some interest then. Yeah. Unless New Zealand just put 50 on them, which is what would happen if they played now. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Look, the main thing that sucks when you put in a challenging pool is just the toll it takes on your body. The turnaround's so quick. When you go up and get up for South Africa and then in like five days' time you're versing another hot team, it's just really hard to do. Yeah, yeah. but maybe it, it helps you primed for the blood. So, yeah, do you want to be in that? If you cruise through every game and then suddenly you get to a tough game, then obviously maybe you are a little bit hardened for it. I don't know. Yeah. You'll never hear any team give that as an excuse, though. No. No, just be like, we were good at all. Yeah, yeah it's good. Exciting, no? Exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for the World Cup. Yeah, uh, we're a lucky sport, having the World Cup in the Lions. Yeah, It just no. injects life. Every couple of years, yeah. even when things get a little bit stagnant. Yeah, it's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, really Japan good. will go oh, crazy for it, mate. Well, Japan will have a fucking handy side. Dude, I started a World Cup fund last week. I'm just going to put $10 a week aside. 2019. That's a lie, but... That <laughs> <laughs> probably won't get you there, even if you do. <laughs> but yeah, sure, go for it. Um, you got to book early, though. That's yeah. right. Apparently, um, we're getting some new sponsors who'll pay for us. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So if, if you're you listening, no. If you're, no, yeah. whoever you are, if you're listening... Yeah, Answered Australia that. jumped on board. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, they're right. going to get behind us. <laughs> Answered to get into the flights. They are. They're gonna and then I think um, one tell will cover our data <laughs> usage. Oh, sounds awesome. <laughs> Uh, oh Should we get back to the Super Rugby? <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah, into sure. Round, as round twelve. What did we think overall? Good round. It was, yeah, it was good. Lots of um, lots of good rugby. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was. Um, yeah, it was captivating. Should it's we actually enjoyable. highlight the fact that two Australian teams won this week? I think they played well. The Aussie sides. Yeah, I, I, yeah massive. Um, honestly, I think they all did themselves proud, except the Brumbies. Um, however, they no one tipped him to win except yours truly. So I think you would have taken that result a week ago anyway. Yeah. Well, I think there was a link in the song was um, you'd be happy for a bonus bonus point loss. And we got one. No, yeah. Did we? Yeah. yeah. You were there now. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. 
What's with the uh, high, skipping over the Blues game, though? Oh, sorry. You've thrown me. Sorry, man. Should we start at the top? Yeah, so, Blues cheaters. Let's start. Mm. 50-32. Sonny Bill was out. Do you know what? It's a bit of a... Like, they rested a lot of players. Yeah, lots of points. Sonny's injured. Sonny's injured. Yeah, but they rested Duffy. They rested the fullback as well. Collins, that's his name. Yeah. yeah. But it, did you get the feeling, yeah, okay, there's 82 points in the game, but it wasn't really a great game, was it, really? Lots of points, lots of tries, but really, to watch it, was it something that you would go, oh, yeah, this is a great game, lots of amazing tries, like the Blues did all right? I think the the Yuani brothers, um, oh, it'd be hard to keep out of that all black... Squad. I don't mm. think they oh, make the squad. fifteen. No. But do they post lines? I don't know. God, they'd have to be close. They are so dominant at this level. But are they severe esque in the sense that they're dominant against weak sides? Probably. It'd be interesting to see how they go once uh, the Blues come up against the Crusaders, Canes. But but the argument to that is when they do come up against the the Canes etc. Then they are the, do the forwards give? And I don't know Akira is one of them. But they, do they set a, a good enough platform to Rico to? To, to shine out wide, yeah. you know. Sometimes when you're playing against the top teams, Mawala and Sonny Bill will get will, will be the main ball carriers, and I don't know whether it'll get wide enough. So that will be his argument. As a um, pom, what do you think about the five eight for the Blues? He's going to play for England. It looks like in there. Yeah, he's solo. only been he's only been picked because Owen Farrell's there. He's not going to. I said this before, you know. So he's let me illustrate there. He's South African playing in New Zealand. No, yeah, I think he was born. No, he was born in England, as um, far as I'm aware. And I think we had this conversation before. He actually played for like Doncaster and the rugby in the rugby championships, the late league below. He left to then go to New Zealand um, and then got picked up by the ITM Cup or Mighty Ten Cup that Umanga was then coaching. Yeah. And then he went to the Blues, and then then that's the link. He looks handy though. Yeah, he's gotten he's, better. He's out playing Ohio higher West. Pitch. Yeah, and we said that at the start of the year that the ten is where they were lacking. Mm. I don't know if he's, you know, the answer. Be playing well, but he's only going to last four more games or whatever it is because he's he's, gone, he's then gone back after that. So do they play it's a higher West that's a few moments? with him then? If yeah. West is on the bench, yeah. But the the uh, the guy beneath them is Warren Gatlin's son. I can't remember his first name. A Gatlin, anyway. But I think they want to just. Uh, I don't think they probably want to. Don't want to throw him in too soon because he's a, he's a young boy. So. Maybe they're just going to wait till next year and then put Gatlin in. Get himself in a finals position first. Because that's what they're battling for, the Blues, the wild card spot. You know, and it's a tough spot to get. They're definitely the fifth best team. Would you argue that? They've definitely come into their stride late in the piece. Oh, in that New Zealand conference, definitely. You would not put them any higher than that, 100%. Yeah, any other conference, uh, they're winning it. Oh, yeah. They'd they'd be... I think the only other team outside New Zealand that could beat them would be the Lions. Yeah. Or maybe a team in like they they may struggle to win away like against the Stormers, or they might struggle to, away to just get a result against the Sharks. I know the Sharks lost the Kings, but yeah, I know what you mean. Generally, I agree. Yeah, mm. a bit of a lacklustre performance from the old cheaters. They came fired up. They came out half an hour earlier than uh, they usually do to warm up, just to adjust to the conditions because it was heaps wet. Scored the first try, so they came turned on. But then in that fucking like twenty five to seventieth minute, they just it's, all switch off. But they can a, score that's tries. A lot, that's a lot of minutes. That's to be a lot of minutes. Off for. But, they but anyone can come on fire up, and then they just get taken they away. They can't defend. It's as simple as that. And they they could, can't come from behind either. Mm-hmm. Their heads drop. Yeah, and they can they can score tries. They can score a lot of points. In attack, they are they are inventive. They look like they're going to uh, uh, get points, and they do. However, they miss way too many tackles. There's too many dog Kick legs. Kick them out of the comp. But they can score points against New Zealand teams. That's what I mean, yeah. They can. They just can't defend them. But they have to score 50 yeah, to, beat to, them. To, to win a game. And that's not always going to be the case, especially against New Zealand teams. That's not happening. No. So I'll tell you who, who's just atrocious. Rule on the wing. He was horrendous. <laughs> Can we say that? Is that too far? He had a horrendous game of rugby. He was shit. It's not great. Yeah. No. Oh, I like it. Whoa, watch that tape if you want to learn how not to be a winger. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Do you think uh, uh, Peterson, if you put him in a better team? Hey, the dude's a metre 70, man. I just don't think you're up for it. He's very, very quick. Very but quick. But he's very limited in what he can yeah. do. There's a lot of very quick wingers. Like the Kings yeah. wingers are very quick, I suppose. Very quick yeah. wingers. But they're a little better than Peterson, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Cheetah's no good. Yeah. And then Blomakis just gets rattled. He's easy to rattle. Mm. But um, just last thing on the Cheetahs. Um, scrummage and, uh, and line-out. And obviously um, line-out functioned well. Scored a couple of tries from it. You know, got a good set forward, but yeah, can't defend. Yeah. Mm. Cannot defend. They got art, it's just not their year. Yeah. No, it wasn't last year, probably not. Got next year. Art. 
it's not actually going to be their year next year either because they won't be in the competition. Yeah. Are they well, making the Lions? Is that the top? Because the Lions could pick up, a, you know, one player from the Chiz. I don't know who, but no. someone. No. Just pick one. Maybe <laughs> just, just randomly, just like... Try out, will be tougher. Yeah, the Lions yeah. have their wingers on rotation, so maybe Peterson. Yeah. They always get it from winger. All right, let's have a look. Brummies lines then. Let's let's jump over. Um, I, I guess I'll just start with... I'm excited by what you're going to say about this, because I reckon there's going to be some rage as well as hope. No, I think... Um, that, I mean, they should have won. That's the worst the Lions have performed in a long time. And the Brumbies were, were dominant for large parts of the game. Guys like Powell were phenomenal. Um, I think the Brumbies' problem, which is the real concern for Australia, because their coach is our attacking coach, their attack is horrendous. Um, I think it was Kaif who mentioned it, but, God, it was true. The choice of second-man plays, including a forward... I don't know what Larkham thinks. The team's just going to go, what if forwards passed it? Oh, my God, there's room out wide. And all it does by having Ben Alexander throw the second pass is it just stops the speed of the play. So they're playing in slow motion behind the advantage line um, with two passengers in the back line. Tower and Goldwyn. Tower doesn't play this game. The Brumbies win. See, it's interesting. Um, I mentioned earlier on in the season, I said, oh, I wasn't a fan of, of Tower. And at the beginning of the year, both of you were quite happy with his performance. So what has happened? And I think once Banks had gone in and played well, yeah. you can forget Tower. Yeah, Banks didn't deserve to get dropped. That must have been a rest selection last week with Tower out. But Tower came on and he was just, he, just real poor. Passes behind the man at specifically, is where it all broke down. Well, their try was from him. Mm. He doesn't throw that pass, they don't lose. And then, But he must be a bit like Cooper in that front. Like, Quaid, well, he's just a confidence player, and when he's down, he's proper horrendous. Yeah. And I think for Tower, the, the tough thing is, because they're only playing one playmaker, he's got a lot of responsibility. They've got him kicking it, they've got him passing it, they've got him running it. The guy is very good at running it. That's what he should be doing. At the moment, he looks like he, he doesn't know what he's doing, so he's in two minds. He doesn't know who he's passing it to. He doesn't pin it when he runs. He doesn't give it a good but It's almost like the it. game plan that the Brumbies are playing kind of goes against his instincts, and that's where it's all coming apart for him. But the thing is... But sure, you should be able to pass to the chest that you do. Yeah, you? if you're playing... Sorry, if you're playing, jump, if you're playing Godwin at, at inside centre, then you should be. But no, and we'll is, come why to Why is he a protected species? I, I want to know that. The commentary know. will not say a negative thing about uh, it. Even though it's horrendous run over granted he made a few line breaks but the space was created for you champ yeah. it's just the passes he, behind the man too really slow whenever he touches it, it all slows down and it really just impedes on their Brumbies attack you said the Brumbies should have won no they shouldn't have they could have won but they shouldn't have won I but, think the Lions gave him a great chance to win this one but of course well, the Lions were on the third game of a big tour yeah. But, like the pro- the, but the, the problem is, is that or twofold. Let's just go back to Godwin. He's supposed to be in there as a second playmaker. We He's should, not doing that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Which means that that Tower's job should literally just should be this elusive runner. Why is he? Does he not trust Godwin and Howera? Does that mean that is that the reason why he's going in there as an extra playmaker at times? I'm not sure, or it's some some coaching decision. It's a strange one. I think uh, for the Brummies going forward, hopefully, the under twenties five eight Eust comes into the side and they push Howera out to 12. twelve. And I just think Eust's long passing game, Howera's sort of stuttered step running, it'll open them up because Kurandrani and Spate are phenomenal. In a, in a team giving them nothing, they are making barnstorming runs. And, and Joe Powell, I thought, was excellent. Yeah. Excellent. He looks like he's really taken the game by the scruff of the neck. He used to, to me, he sounded like you know, he was a bit nervous, a bit of a passenger. Right now, he's running the show, which mm. is great. What do you, um, I, I agree he's running the show, and that's probably because he's had to take on more leadership role, probably because of those players that are outside him. But there's still, with him, he's still giving that pop pass up to forwards, which is still going one up. Again, so that goes back to coaching. Because the Lions protected their line admirably at times, but the reason was you had one Brumby going up there, and it was easy for to take Or that rubbish second-man play shit that they Correct. Had. So do you think it's because, you know, does Powell need to snipe a bit more? Because when he started he to snipe... He did snipe. When, he, st- when he did, he made, made metres. So does he de- need to do more of that? I don't know. I never like a halfback overplaying their hand. I think I think he got the balance just right on the weekend. Yeah. They just need um, guys helping Hawera out. Jimmy still yeah. awake? Yeah, I'm still awake. Just thinking Kubeli's coming back into the team. I'm just wondering where he's going to slot, whether Devet's done. Uh, Kubeli comes off the bench for a couple of games because Powell hasn't, has definitely played enough to play to any spot. 
Just don't know what they're going to do there. But they're running out of time here. The thing that pisses me off, they got Jackson Hope sitting on the bench, and they got Banks sitting on the bench. You realise that Godwin and Tour aren't having a great game. Dude, use your bench. Both of them have been on the bench, haven't been used. Jackson Hope didn't get used last week. Like, it's just sort of a... Pick a forward then. Mm. Pick someone who's going to come on and make an impact. I don't like it when bench players consistently don't get on. Mm. It's almost like a waste. Especially when you need that edge at the back end of the game. Especially Mm. it was so close, this one. Anyone could have snapped it up. Mm. I know. We will get to the Lions, for those thinking this is just a fucking Brumby (laughs) podcast. The other thing, I think, last thing on the Brumbies is um, they've got a pack full of workmen. So all of them get through a lot of work. There's no ball runners, so it sucks. But as soon as Itavea left, they have not had a dominant ball runner. Well, fuck a Salia. As soon as, as soon as Pocock left, they haven't had a really good pilferer. So at the moment, it's just a team of guys who are a jack of all trades, not good at any. They need a big ball carrier in the forwards to get them some advantage line. And they need a genuine pilferer of the ball. They need to get Alcock back um, as soon as possible. And they need a ball runner. Like, yeah. all of those guys just do a bit of everything, a bit of line-out work, a bit of tackling, yeah. a bit of running. None of them are fucking smashing blokes. See, Butler was getting groomed to be that ball runner, but now he's in that predicament where he's trying to do both. Maybe yeah. playing seven. Yeah, and I think they're all a bit like that. Fadi's always been caught between two two worlds. Smiler's the definition of, uh, is he a second row? Is he a flanker? Is he number eight? What is he? They're all very similar. Mm. They're all very good at everything, yeah. but they've got no one crashing it up. So until they get that sorted up front and some decent ball players, mm. they're just going to hold teams close, but because they won't of, win them. Because of that, and I agree completely with what you say, do you think the, the style of play needs to change to suit all of those, to, for the reasons that you've just mentioned? Yeah, but it, it's too late. Yeah, I don't it's, know if it's you can do tough it. mid-season. Some personnel changes is probably what's needed. So we just get to the end of the season, see what happens and change next year? No, I would change, but I'd play around my back line now yeah. um, and then forwards, try and recruit well, a ball runner. Yeah, you got to recruit. Get Pocock back as a ball pilferer. You need to recruit your second tiers. That's where you got to go. Because the injuries and whatnot, if everyone was fit, it wouldn't be as, as poor. No, I still think they need one superstar in the pack. Someone who can really... It's not many of them, though. That's the problem. No, I know. Yeah, like a Murphy style. Should we go into the Lions? Yeah, look, the Lions' wide game just wasn't working for them. Skos and Enmahusa didn't play that great, but the balls that were coming to them were a bit dull. How big is Vorster? He's just a second rower playing 12. He didn't look particularly quick, but Jesus, he's big. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's so big. Mm. He's a huge human. Yeah, and and he did get over the the gay line, but I I agree the issue with Skos and Enmahusa was the fact that just... You know, in recent weeks we talked about the Lions being going wide, having all the silky skill sets to be able to score amazing tries. Everything seemed to be behind them or just seemed to be slow or drop ball at times. And maybe we should credit the Brumbies more from that from spoiling at the breakdown. But I just, they didn't, maybe it's because they've been on tour, but... Um, yeah, I thought Cronier struggled at halfback. Yeah, and, and, it, and it, all went from, it all went from there. Yeah. Um, but how and, quick was Quagga Smith? Oh. What kind of name is Quagga, but how quick was he? Oh, unbelievable. Schmidt. He had a blinder, didn't he? Yeah. He was and, the, and he the was, sevens convert. And he was the type of guy, there was no marks, there was no Creel. I thought the Brumby should get this done. Mm. Um, and it was the guys who came in that... They did the work. That shows you there's a good culture at that yeah, club. Yeah, it, it really does. Like when the when you rest the guns, that the guys coming in really rise to the challenge. Yeah. Like I thought, they're part of something. Halfback was out, flanker was out, hooker was out. They were ripe. Seventeen wingers are out. Dude, halfback's not out. Then Van Rensburg's out. They're, they're not right. picking Faf over Cronje. Cronje's the more. Is it just because Faf is signed overseas? Yeah, but Faf is erratic. Yeah, but the irony. I love saying Faf. But the irony is, yeah, he's gone to sign for an overseas club, but oh wait. Your coach has done the same thing. So you can't... Mm. I, I not the same that. club, though. No, not the same club. But he's still saying at the end of the season, I'm off, see you. Cheers, lads. Thank you very much. Yeah. Which is the same as what Faf is doing. It's just tough yeah. for rugby. Because mm. it was like the structure was set up before there was money in the game. Mm. And now there's money in the game. So it's just uncharted territory. And I think Europe can handle it because they've got the money and they've got the soccer model. The Southern Hemisphere's got the players, but they don't have the model or the money no. to keep them or understand what they're doing. This is the Lions here, though. If both of them leaving, especially the coach, mate, they're going to go into a little oh, regressed state. Well, they've got Whiteley and Janchies and, and Ackerman did uh, again continues to develop. The, Marks the seven and Van yeah. Rensburg. There's still some hope. And Creel as well. They've still got a they've still got a very good team. Yeah, but still, everything changes with the coach, man. Everything. You would have thought the Brumbies were a good team. Yeah, I suppose you look at the Tars as well, didn't you? The difference yeah. between... It's no coaches that changes yeah. everything. Absolutely. Mostert's still a grub. 
He played very grubby. He's a grub, isn't he? Such a grub. Every team's got that one grub. I reckon it's a tactic. I reckon there's two or three in every team. Ah, but one leader. Oh, yeah. One main grub. And Mustard's the grub, isn't he? He's such a grub. Yeah. (laughs) He's the grub. You know how you talk about the bum of the week? Maybe they should be the grub of the week. Mate, that force. Adam Carlin? Yeah, that was just grub city. He's a grub. You see, even Quaid copped a mafia grub. Yeah. Some of the grub and mafia came in. Yeah. Dude, there was grubbers too this week. It was all happening. Talking about uh, the, the grub, oh, we'll talk about it later, actually. But There's plenty of contenders, contenders yeah, for the grub of the week. Absolutely. Uh, what do you for the Lions? Can we just say moving forward, they don't play another New Zealand team. I think they go home now. They play all their games in South Africa. Yeah, so I think. Are they going to be purely based on the teams that they're going to play? Are they going to become the number one seed? Yeah, absolutely. I just think for them, it'll be whether they're in a position to play Kiwi sides or not. Yeah, and that's playing. what you'd be dedicating all your training yeah. for. And now. I think last week we got it wrong. We because uh, I listened back, and I think we were sort of underestimated them against the Kiwis. They had a fantastic tour of New Zealand last year. Mm-hmm. It was just in the semi, so they smashed. So it's not unthinkable for them oh, to final. be final. They made the final for, for them to um, rise to that challenge. Yeah. But but at this stage, that's the impression you get, isn't it? That they'll yeah. beat everyone else. And when it yeah. comes to South African teams too, the Sharks have regressed, and the Stormers have just had their ass handed to them in bows and ribbons by the Kiwi team. So bows and ribbons. So you know they seem to be. They've had a good turn. Now they came to Australia. But just Lions seems up to be the trying team. to follow his analogies <laughs> weeks ago. That's tough. They've got their asses presented to them. Oh, the oh there you go. Get get wrong with you. All right. Yeah, excellent. Jesus Christ. All right, well, should we get into the game of the round then? This is the one we're all looking forward to. Crusaders Canes. Yeah, I wanted to watch this one so bad. So did you watch it? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. What a great lead in. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, um, look, it was I wanted great. to watch it, so... You know, that stat they were it, running... So, yeah. All right, all right. That stat they were running in the commentary box at which the Hurricanes only opted to kick three penalties up until this point in the season, and then they kicked three to go. Just said everything about the game, Respect, and it was pretty it? tightly matched. It was very test match And... Yeah. I, I think, I'll just quickly, for me, the, the overarching analogy is that the Crusaders forwards got it done. Yep. Scrum dominance, oh, line-out dominance. 100%. Um, Romano, his ball running. Their, their forwards did the work. Not then, then they were out. They're somehow out. And Reed, so it just, no good. Yeah. Whitelock suspended. Like exactly. They did it mm, exactly. with that culture that they've set up throughout so the year. Their forwards, Taylor was phenomenal. Their forwards got it done, which just stifled everything the Hurricanes were trying to do. So mm. I can imagine as a Canes fan just screaming at your TV, wondering... Why they weren't firing, but it was just the the forward dominance of the Crusaders. Maybe yeah. a bit of home ground advantage got them over the line too. Maybe, but the thing is, you, uh, if unless you, unless unless the forwards get uh, set you that platform, it's completely agree. You can't play the silky rugby. So yeah, it was definitely one in that tight fight. Yeah, it was me. a slippery surface all out there in Canterbury too. So those quick skills and finesse. Probably not going to come off, which is what they've built their game around the Canes. Well, but you think, both just, you know, both tip the Canes, I tip the Crusaders. What was your point? I think um, the reason the skills didn't come off, it was a dry day. It was just a bit of dew on the ground. I think the reason the, the skills didn't come off is because there was pressure on, yeah. which they haven't had all year. Hmm. Well, I've seen them do that shit in the pouring rain. It doesn't yeah. bother Bowden Barrett. What bothers him is when the Perinara is shuffling him shit, the forwards are on the back foot. And he's got Luke Romano about to take his head off. Yeah. Um, that's what made the skills drop off. Yeah, God, Perinara peppers that offside line, though, doesn't he? he doesn't, doesn't he every nine, though? Nah, he more than others. Like, it irks me, just sitting there watching it. Did I cut off your train of thought? Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. So let's talk about salt and pepper. <laughs> Is that coming to present, too? Or bows and everything? <laughs> I could tell I interjected. No, keep going. What were you saying? Something no, about, no, no, no. about it not raining during the something, day? It's only about condiments, Matt. <laughs> Um, look, I, I tweeted and um, got a bit of traction. I just wanted to know your thoughts, gentlemen, that I said in a sort of ironic, paradoxical way, the Crusaders showed the British and Irish Lions the blueprint of how to beat New Zealand. What do you think about that? I, th- I think we already knew before, before, before the game even but happened. But to know it's possible. Yeah, oh, yeah. And look, I'm not trying to sit here and say that I expect them to win a series or anything like that, but I definitely agree with the, the idea that the, the Lions are going to come down and play a very forward, forward-orientated game. I but do when you see the Crusaders do that, do you now think it might not be possible? If those blokes 
are going to make up half the no, Kiwi I, pack. I, doesn't I, I, I'm, look, I'm relishing that challenge. It may not happen. And, you know, I'm not going to be arrogant enough to say, sit here and say, yes, we've got better players, it's going to happen. But I really do believe that that's going to be where it's going to be won and lost. And if we were to, to compare, for example, and we've done this before, the forwards, it's close, whereas the backs are not close. So, But it was interesting, it, I'm saying, just the way the Crusaders shut it down. Like, you can shut down yeah, Barrett and Perinara. Yes. So, and Savia. Like, they can be shut out of the game. Yeah. Um, which I didn't even know was possible until this week. Barrett's been on fire. I haven't seen him shut down ever. Yeah. Um, so to see it happen means I guess it's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can get parity or dominance up front, you can really take it to them. So which it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, I could imagine them watching it, licking their lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a massive case for two players that stood out. Romano to be picked. Yeah. As a run on block. Which is and so then, tough with White. And then Lamapi. Lamapi, who was just running over Crotty, turning him into a oh, noddy. But Lamapi is just. Crotty he's a, making a massive statement. Crotty had a blind Crotty had a good game. Yeah. Both 12s did. Yeah. That 12 jersey is going to be fascinating. Because I don't think there is an incumbent. Maybe Crotty. Um, he <laughs> played very well. But Lamapi's killing it, but he doesn't give you a lot of ball play options. Well, who is who would you if you were picking the New Zealand team now? Even both centres, who'd you pick as the twelve and thirteen? It's really tough. It'll be very between Lamapi, Crotty, and Sonny Bill. It's going to be fascinating. Pick, I don't think you can pick. Yeah, Bill. I don't think you can pick Sonny either. I just even though he hasn't played Test match rugby for a long period of time, you took that, he hasn't been playing well enough for the Blues. Just I'd be interested to see what um, Kiwi people think. Yeah, because he's obviously playing in the weaker side, and he's only played three or four games. Yeah. Um, Lamapi's probably been the form player, but Crotty offers the most. Mm-hmm. He's got all the features, the kicking, the offloading, whereas Lamapi's just a truck and trailer sort of guy. But so. a very good truck and trailer. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. And do you still pick Vekitara for his defensive? I know he scored this weekend, but for his defensive organisation and read, do you still play him in there at 13? He's got feet for hands, though. It's fascinating. Yeah. Or even yeah. Leonard Brown. There's so many good players that you could play there. He's not really stood up. Mawala's been playing well. It'll be interesting to see, yeah. Who the is your seven player? jersey will be fascinating, too. Todd was immense in this one. Defensively. Oh, and just on the ball, too, and in the malls, like his timing. For me, I, I can't go any further than Sam Kane, to be honest with you, for that seven jersey. I know you didn't have conversations about Todd and Surveyor and others, but for me, I think Sam Kane still stands out over everybody else. And Artie gets a bit too overexcited. He got penalised a bit. Gets a bit loose game. at times as well when you, when you play How seven. fucking quick is Cody Taylor? He ran down Bowden Barrett. Mm. The hooker ran down Bowden Barrett. Yeah, could you ever, great skill could you ever imagine game. Stephen Moore running down? I can't imagine Stephen Moore running. <laughs> he did, he he did fucking, pass well this he week. He just Stephen trots Moore. around, doesn't Stephen he? Stephen Moore did, did pass well. Yeah. yeah. Scored a try yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. He's still not running down Bowden no, Barrett. No. Um, fascinating game. I, the, the question, the real question is, will the Crusaders be beat this season? With Reed and Dag to come back and Whitelock to come back, will they be beat this season? I'm going to say yes. Who? Well, the reverse fixture is the last game. The reverse of the game of this is the oh, last game of the season. And you reckon the Canes will get up for that in one? In the cake tin, yeah, I think. My I think. problem is, you look at the Canes in their forward pack, I just don't reckon they have enough talent now that I've seen it play out. Don't remember, I tipped the Canes the week before, but how I saw the Crusaders do it, I don't know how the Canes do can... Especially with Reed and Whitelock to come but back. But do you think this is the ceiling? Yes, I know Whitelock and Reed have come back, but this is they've shown the blueprint to play it, and the Canes are going to show, you know, have to work out a way how to counter it, and that's going to be the amazing it's thing about it's it. It's cool to watch. It's really cool to watch. Yeah. I, I just, when I look at that Canes pack, yeah. there's not heaps of blokes... In, in the calibre of the Crusaders. Their back line, sure. You, you'd almost pick their back line down the line. Just last thing for me on this, by the way, I love the fact that uh, they chucked Geordie Barrett up in a lineup. How quality was that? <laughs> that you was know? outstanding. Get Julian Surveyor in there as well. Just, just something different. That's a stats thing for sure. Yeah, pretty much. Just a... Awesome, awesome test match intensity. His skills weren't right up there, but that's what happens oh. when the uh, physicality is cranked up a notch. And you know what? We go back. I said at the beginning, eighty-two points was at the in that first game. I was like, yeah, it was the right game. I don't care that there was only one try in this game. Yeah, it was no. enthralling to watch. Yeah. So it was, you know, fantastic game. And honestly, this is another cracker. It was the Rebels Reds? Yeah. I thought it was a really, really exciting game. Twenty-four came, all with a few minutes to go. It yeah. came down to the wire, isn't it? Did, um, was this an enthralling game? I mean, it was. It was a great watch. But was it an enthralling game because the skill sets were, were 
well, poorer or, or and I don't so know. I, th- I think they well. Yeah, I'm not saying they didn't play well, but they weren't at the same level. So therefore, there were missed tackles, there were dog legs, there were opportunities to get around the corner. Because opens it up. This was pretty two yeah. evenly matched teams, yeah. and uh, kind of came through. I think where it kind of went wrong for the Rebels was just execution. I thought Man played heaps better than Sturzaker does. Heaps better. We've said that before. Yeah, but yeah. um. Vola Vola played a lot better in the second half. His was first a bit, half was awful. Yeah, not great, but, you know, came through, which was kind of promising to see. The, the yeah. real success story of the Rebels is Miller. Yeah. It's, God, he's, he's playing well at flanker. I mean, not an incredible player, but he's playing very, very well. Murphy had another barnstormer. McMahon off the bench with some menacing runs. The, the it was hit. in the win, dude. It was in the win for the Rebels in the second half to take this away. Everything was on their side. Everyone was playing better. But the Reds, and I'm glad they did because I've seen them lose a couple of times late in the piece. Held on. I think as soon as McMahon stepped on that field, it went from when are the Reds going to win this by 50 to holy shit, we've got a game of rugby here. The Rebels might get this done. That the whole team changed the way they were playing when he was on the field. They finally had someone other than Murphy getting him go forward. Are they you were sure winning some breakdown ball. He was phenomenal. Are you sure it wasn't when Retallick came on the pitch? <laughs> he was atrocious. Their second round was atrocious. Yeah, Cummins, Day, Retallick. Who are these blokes? And that's where they're getting their asses kicked in the scrum. Yeah, it's uh, just not working out. But the Corabetti, great game. No, well, no, I can't. Corabetti, he. The reason the Reds scored oh, the, the try kick. Oh, and the and kick. his positional play. Yeah. Quade Cooper had his number all day. Yeah. He just kept kicking it. Corabetti was never in the right spot. Yeah. There was a number of occasions he was in the wrong spot. Don't get me wrong, when the ball is in his hands, he's Which not he did well kicking. In. And, and for me... He runs hard. Yeah, but and, and to, to, to build on that, he needs to get involved way more. In the entire game, he took 10 carries, I think it was. I think the stat came up. For him, when he's such a strong runner, he needs to go and find work. Yeah, because but those 10 carries would have been in the second half. When they cut to McGann at the start, they were like, look, I've been telling the boys to get it out wide for ages. It's just whether it does or not. In quote, minute, unquote. But he doesn't Quote, have, unquote. In minute English quote. can't do it. Yeah, no, but, they can't. But he doesn't, and that's where they're getting wrong. We say it every week. Yeah. We say it for two years now, in minute in English, they need a better ball player but amongst you don't them. Have they're to, both the same dude, mate. But you don't Wouldn't have recognise to. them in a fucking bathtub. What is that? <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you have to stand out wide and get ball. Come and find work. First phase, off the rack. You My problem go... is whenever he did find ball, the Reds would get the ball and kick it to his wing and he wasn't in position. Mm-hmm. Like 10 carries is all right for a winger. I reckon that's around par. For me, it was just positional play. Yeah, I, know, I agree with that. Yeah, um, definitely. So, I don't know. The, the Rebels aren't, aren't a great side, but it was a, it was a good game. It's frustrating to watch two of the best wingers in the country on the back of the Rebels side. Mm. Um, yeah, look, they, they were okay. I think the Reds, um, Karevi was the real difference. He was he was a king amongst bums out there. A king amongst bums. He is phenomenal. That's and, totally and um, really, I'd have no issue this bloke getting the Wallaby number twelve. I can't dare pronounce his surname. So Duncan at twelve. Hi-a-a. He's been so good. Yeah. So quick. He man. is probably the, he is the form twelve though, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Mm. No, absolutely. And who would have thought, by the way, that at the beginning of the year, and we've slated the Reds for a lot of it, but an all-Reds midfield. Because Karevi's going to play 13, yes? Are you happy with that? I don't know. See, I don't think Paye is going to play 12. I'm worried. God, I stay up late nights thinking about Godwin in that gold jersey. Jesus. But um, other than that, mate, it's not going to be Inman. It's not going to be Meeks, though. Meeks had a great game this weekend. He's definitely worthy of going to camp. But, um, fuck, outside of that... Yeah. Who are you going to throw in there? The only thing is throwing Karevi 12, Kurandrani 13. I'm scared they're going to do that because that's going to shut it down. I, do I, I look, it's either Beal 12 or Duncan 12. That's it, isn't it? Uh, for me, I imagine, I reckon they're going to go the uh, Karevi, Kurandrani. Because didn't they at the very beginning of the England series, that's what they tried? Yeah, yeah, they did. So I and Karevi's played 12 a number and, of times And also Beal will probably... I'm not, I'm not opposed to I'm not putting the mockers on, um, on, on Watts, but they're probably going to get to an Aviva Premiership final. So that means that you're going to be late to a camp, potentially. So I reckon they'll get first test, Karevi, current ground. And I'm okay with it. I reckon they're, they've been our best two backs. Their ball current's phenomenal. And I just don't think you need a second 5'8 at 12. I just think it's a model. But if you've got a, a 10 who can do the, enough... The look at Nono. Look at New Zealand's success. But the issue, for the, I agree with that, but sometimes it, if you do that, it's nice to have a 15 that can come in and step as a second playmaker. And if you play for but that, that's where Haley Petty could come in off the wing. Yeah. If you just, if you you just have play. to change your structures and check yeah. a lot of that. Is he going to be fit? Of... Fit in time, DH? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. P? 
Checker and uh, Lamosa. That's not his name, is it? Every week it changes. Ledesma. Ledesma. He was there. Are you drunk? What's going on? <laughs> I just never know his name. I know what he looks like, and I know it's roundabout those vowels and consonants. <laughs> just roundabout. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were watching over. That would have turned the heat up a bit, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit of a trial game, this. But shame to see Magne go out early. I really want to see him prosper. He's had a bit of a, been a victim of injury. career, hasn't he? He's what? a big unit. He's a big 20-year-old. There's no doubt about that. I'd like to see Nabuli back himself. He made that one break and never put his head down. Yeah, Marta was banging he, on about right. how quick he is, but yeah, is never, he that quick? I've never, I've seen, never it. seen it either. He just strolls. He, like, lollops around, yeah. doesn't he? It's that very languid style. But yeah, he looks like a second rower in the wild. Absolutely. Yeah, Higginbotham strung a couple of performances together, which makes me He's okay with his selection. He's pretty much got to be the Makes me okay with his selection. Yeah, And to be honest with you, for the games, the teams that you're going to play, he can afford to be a little... Because he still is. He's getting better at, at doing the dirty work, but he's still a bit loose at times. But against the teams you're going to play, you can get away with it. He's that. loose he's enough to punch him. cops. Indeed he is. Indeed he is. Uh, what did you actually you think? like that, Just, Richard? No, I was a bit, bit, bit controversial. You're straighty 180. Yeah. <laughs> what did you actually think of Styles during the week? I felt a bit sorry because we always talk about managers and coaches. Nah, Styles can get fucked. He's well, right. well, that's the thing. He's trying to instill confidence and belief in his players. And during the week, he could have hid behind our... Oh, you know, we're resting Tuttle or we're resting Priestley, the young boys. And he came out and said, basically, they're just not playing, not playing well enough. Yeah, so you, I liked it. Are you? Are the, still going to get fucked. But. Are you? Are you of the opinion that because they're young players, you should, you know, protect him a little bit, or are you Mate, quite happy to to, to push? I'll him see up? Quade Cooper posting stuff on his Instagram with Styles in it, and he's just like trying to be one of the boys, coach the teammate. I always see him well enough. Fucking it irks me. Buying shoes and shit, Quaid. Yeah, no, nah, but he's always... taking the piss out of Styles' shoes, and it's like, well, if he's... I don't know, he just doesn't seem like coach to me. No, I know. He just seems like one of the lads. The lads. Which is no good. Which is not a, go oh, evidently anyone. a winning culture. No. George Smith, another blinder. Yeah, he needs to shove the uh, little grubber there, doesn't he? Uh, you get that. He's like made said. a career of it. I Check know. the fine print of the contract. Yeah. It's all included. He is allowed to grubber. <laughs> <laughs> he has fucking lost many games with that grubber, and he will not stop. That's true. That's true. Um, I enjoyed it. Reese Hedge is Greek and called him. Oh, was, yeah. Um, Dude, have we ever emphasized that on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Anyone who watches just it. Just enjoy George Greek's commentary. He it's just, so funny. He just mixes words up. He it, can't help it. God, he tries. <laughs> Higginbetham. Higginbetham. <laughs> Reese so Hedge. So oh, it's a lot of fun. Um, he was all right, but again, I still don't know what his position is. Are we talking about George Gregan in the commentary box? Or, uh, no, Reece no, Reese Hedge. Reese Hedge? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For him, he's he is, at the moment, he is a fullback right now, but that means he's not going to ever get in a one. Pick him at 12. Pick him at th- I still reckon 13 his spot. He's a yeah. Mortlock S13. Yeah, running straight, not having to pass and run. Occasionally the passing because yeah. he's got a few skills, occasionally kicking. Like a 13 with a few more tricks in his bag than Kurandrani has got. Yeah. That's his spot. I think we're giving him a bit too much credit than he deserves. Reese, I shanked it, Hodge. I don't think he makes the camp. I don't yeah. think he makes the team. Oh, he makes the camp. No, he Come doesn't on. make the camp. He but does I make think the camp. we shouldn't always be projecting to the Wallabies. He played a good game for the Rebels. It's still yeah. the middle of the Super Rugby season. Oh, dude, it's looming, mate. Two weeks and then it's all done. Yeah, but who the fuck are we playing, you know? Two weeks. Can't be shanking in two weeks, mate. Yeah, well. I, look, for, for, for him, he needs to make a decision you're right, where he wants to play and. 15 long term. Get the coach to back him. Yeah, yeah. 15 long term's not his position. Do you know what they do need to fucking hold? They need to hold a kicking for kicking. Camp. Competition. Yeah, or just camp. Get Huera in there. Get yeah. Quade Cooper. He can't kick a fucking goal either. No. Just get them all in there. Hodge is erratic. Mm. Who would you... Would you get Mick the kick in there? Because he's clearly... Oh, you know. Ask me a year ago. Yeah, I would have said that. Yeah, I'd, so I'd be happy now. with... Olga. Marty Banks, mate. Pay yeah. him whatever he wants. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He says he's, he's happy to go. Have you no, see, I get Marty. You can get Marty. Get Marty. Yeah? No, you can't get Marty. I'll go. Even the Cheaters guy. Hasn't the Cheaters guy got like 90% uh, uh, kicking record or something like that? Don't know. Marty Banks is outstanding, though. Yeah, nice. Um, anyway, Bulls Highlanders. This was closer than either of us could have expected. Two red cards in this one, Richard. Yeah, both justified red cards, in my opinion, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you right there. <laughs> uh, the uh, Naholo one, def- he literally went in, no arms, hit him at. Hit, hit ah, him not a red. Head. Oh, mate, you're kidding me. <laughs> of the game, mate. The only reason he gave the second red to R.G. Snyman was because he sent Naholo. What's the point in the only first minute? fucking reason, and I stand by that. What, are you going to tell me different? Go on. <laughs> Go on, then. 
do you know what? I, I, I would love for you to go on YouTube and just revisit it. Because I know you'd have watched it at the time. But just maybe revisit it in slow motion, both of you, just mm. to see whether you uh, I, I still stand by your comment. The Highlanders, what they're so good at is getting it done. Yeah. Horrible conditions. Mm. Horrible, yeah. horrible Makes conditions. Makes for a tough gig, eh? Looked like you were playing down at Southern Districts. It was wet. It was cold. Pitch didn't hold up very well. Like, it was just not great. But they got out over the line. They I'm surprised going. there's not more injuries. I, uh, playing on pitches like that in weather like that, it shocks me that knees are staying together. If I can play 10 minutes at Oztag, my knee's done. Thanks, dude. That, but that's because you're so quick, yeah? Is that the reason? All right, and the, and Yeah, and the, the, the ground is hard. This this ground was... was All right. This ground was soft. Morty Banks slid when he slid over the line, went for 10 metres. Sopawang is back next week. Does he go straight in? Banks fucking kicking his goals. So? So Sopawang goes straight in? Yeah. Yeah, Sopawang can kick a goal too, can't he? Yeah. He can kick a goal. Sopawang is not short of a goal. You find a place for Marty Banks? Nah. In that team? Nah. As a, like, nah. It's no. a massive shame. It's a massive... Like, Fatters is not traditionally a fullback, is he? No, he's outside centre. Exactly, right. So there's an argument that Banks could go back there. Mate, he probably made the Wallaby team, but he doesn't get in the Highlanders team. Fuck, they've got a good team, don't they, the Highlanders? Yeah, they do. They've yeah. been... Um, because when they're on tour, they go under the radar a bit, mm. you know? But let's not take them out of the it, equation. Fatties, mate. The only... Uh, um, sorry, Banks, do you shift him, move Fatties? Because will Buckman stay as 12? I don't know. That's a, a it's, it's a good team. Look, why don't we? Why don't I jump in on a side here and just throw something out? Just because we're whoa, you know whoa, we're whoa. rattling through the games. What do you guys think? And, I, and I've seen it proposed by a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, the notion of instead of these being provinces, an open market, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, and you don't need players from your country, so you can be selected internationally if you're playing in Super Rugby. So it's it's more like. Why would, it, why would anyone else help you? No, just in no, terms no, no, because of the if, sport if, growing. Yeah, if Australian players go to other places, that might develop them. And so, therefore, the model is in New Zealand that their whole plan is to improve the Wallabies, uh, to improve the All Blacks. So yeah, but, but I think that's just thinking about it as an international product. If we think about the Super Rugby as a product, at the moment it's a shit product. But do they care? I'm just saying that... No, yeah. I, I imagine they do in terms of TV numbers and teams but being But what's stopping... And, them being ten teams of Kiwi players. Well, yeah. Well, that'd be the thing. There would there would be sporadic, but, be but it would be a then. really high level competition. The competition's a better level. Teams are closer. Then who's gonna? But why up for the Wallabies? You know, we're bragging that the Lions and the World Cup is such a big stage. We're just kind of neglecting that if we do that model. I, I'm just saying that I'm just proposing it as an idea because at the moment this is a bit shit. I think we've all agreed on this podcast publicly that the best five teams in the comp are all in the same conference. Mm-hmm. Six is the Lions, and then everyone else is shit. We've all agreed on that. Wouldn't the competition be more exciting, better viewing, if you had marquee signings and dudes coming over and yeah. we had someone in Sydney, you know, a few Kiwis playing for the... Like, is the competition better? Do we end up getting this... Premier League style people really giving a shit about it. Kind of like in the A-League, they've got a bunch of imports and it really gets the fans at the game wanting to see them. So rather than the New South Welshmen just loving Falau, don't we also have, a, have Don't Nahola. they have a limited number of exports, though? I think the imports, they used to. I don't know the final details. The, the, what would, how would you feel is to turn it back to you and say, OK, if you went down this route and having these franchises and it wouldn't matter and... The majority of players would then, even in the Wallabies, would be spread out amongst. And so, therefore, the combinations, for example, what used to but be... But again, you're thinking about the international product. But that's what I'm saying. So, would you care? So, like, if you take the Premier League, an example, England are never going to be very good at the, at the world level because, unfortunately, we the product of the Premier League is amazing. And I love watching it. And the best. Man, it is good. unbelievable. But the, the offset of, of that, bringing in all the international players to create an amazing product, is England are not going to do very well. And I know you're saying we shouldn't project forward to it. But if you created a better super... Rugby, are you happy or okay with the fact that the Wallabies' might, uh, performance level would reduce? I don't think it could reduce any more than it has. Well, you're number three in the, the world the, according to ranking. They're so playing like they're, they're, they've never played together anyway. Look, I'm just proposing, I'm, I don't actually support it. I'm, I'm a traditionalist, I like that rugby's provincial. I just want to know what, what you guys thought, but you're both obviously not in. Yeah, I want the national team to progress. 
So rugby is the international in product and, and the super rugby is just the byproduct of it? Yeah, I would just think if you look at the English model with the Aviva Premiership at the moment, they have got lots of players coming in, but there is enough people in England, there's enough of a population for it still to have that central core of wanting to represent England and not many players leave because the re- playing for the country is very important, but I think it would suffer here. So no, I'm I don't sure. know. I, I, it'd be exciting. It could breathe life into it. Cause I'm just thinking about the super rugby product and at the moment it sucks. Yeah, and, and God, that would pump some life into it. And there'd be more money for the players to make. It'd be easier to keep good players here. Um, you could get a salary cap. Well, that's what so they're trying to do by cutting teams is make the teams stronger. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but this is just a way to do it without cutting teams. This is a way to keep financial stakes there that you've got all the TV coverage, you've got all the stadiums full, nah. rather than this bullshit uh, Again, New Zealand teams particularly would never actually agree to that. I don't know, I reckon some Kiwis would love to live up in Queensland and get paid twice as much. The the players might do, but I don't know about the the governing body would say... The governing body has the least say because they bring the least money to the comp. But didn't they, and again, I'm quite happy to be wrong, didn't they a few years ago when they actually looked at the product and New Zealand didn't do so well, they came together and saw this plan to try and make the All Blacks great again, and one of it was to to, to follow this model. So if that's what their model was then therefore two of us won though if the Aussies and the South Africans won it thanks New Zealand <laughs> then they'll go the and their you got to fuck off fuck off the Haguaras and um, the Sunwolves what are you going to do sorry you're going to fuck them off fuck them off fuck them wow. off alright anyway yeah, just an aside I'd like to hear people's thoughts I don't actually support it I like the provincial system as we have it but it's interesting yeah I'd like to know what people think because the comp sucks and the kings up the kings got the kings yeah the kings kings sharks I love the kings the kings are what is new favourite team yeah got the kings after the Sunwolves, who were just fun but you know what they're playing some good they're throwing the they got some quick boys they're playing some good rugby they're just so the coaching them with, with the clientele they have made the sharks have Definitely regressed though. The question is, did Sansa jump in too soon by picking? Kings, well, have they jumped in, mate? Just, nothing's been confirmed. They're just going to well, do Kings something. Well, Kings were confirmed. They're on the chopping block. Their head's going. Done. It's a shame. And then when I you think about Australia, it's the force of the rebels. Well, the force are playing exceptional compared to the other sides. Did they decide too early, or is it just too bad, Kings? Unlucky. And can I just say, the Kings now have nineteen points. Okay, that's the same as the Brumbies. Okay, so. Oh, we, I agree. Have we jumped and, in And it soon? takes that, if you think about it, any team takes years to form. And some they sort are of, progressing. Yeah, like, yeah. Their coach has done an amazing job this year. Great job. A really, really good They were good shit job. at the start, don't get me wrong. God, they were bad. But they've come good. Yeah. And you know what? If they actually win their... Uh, uh, they've got a game in hand over the Haguaris in that, in that group. We were banging on and I was one of them saying, oh, it's going to be close between the Lions, Sharks and Jags at the end of the season. The Kings win their game in hand, then they go above the Jags. You know, yeah, the ja- and the, I reckon the Kings are better than the Jags at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a statement that has got some proof behind it. Yeah, the Jags haven't lost that that horrendous. I wasn't that bad. I'm not going to shit on it, but still. Yeah, we need to praise the force later on after we. Uh, so congrats, Kings. Um, they're, they're breathing some life into this. It'd be tough if you're in Durban right now. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked it, mate. With Lambie back on the run on. No, no real injuries in this team with Lambie now. I no. don't really have an excuse for them. I'm, I'm not going to lie, boys. I, I haven't seen it, so I can't see where the Sharks went wrong. Oh, it was a great game, mate. They, look, they won it in the death, the Kings. They uh, scored it in like the, the they, 77th yeah. minute yeah. or 8th So it was a close like one, you know. Mm. Hard fought, but the, you know, winning the death, that's a win, isn't it? Yeah, but even if they'd have, uh, even if the Sharks would have held on, it had still been like, oh, the Sharks are only just beating the Kings, you know. And the fact that the Kings got over the line, literally, but does that fuck with teams? Like, I think that's why the Tars lost. Is that you're supposed to smash them? Yeah. So instead of taking the three, instead of playing your percentages, you play this outlandish game, and then when there's twenty to go and you're behind or just in front, you're almost angry that you're not winning by more. So you try hard. Yeah, and you, you just fuck everything up. But do you think also that out of that 32 points, there was only two tries, I think it was, in that entire... Like, it's a South African derby. What were you expecting? But the, the Kings scored lots of tries. Like, they, they, I think they had, I think they had four tries. That's how they play. Yeah. Like out wide. Let me guess, out wide? Yeah. Yeah, told you. Whereas the Sharks, again, scored two tries. One was from the eight. Um, Dupree picking up at, a, uh, at the base of a ruck and going over. Typical Sharks. Yeah. Which is good. Good for them. Yeah, but, but again, they're going to make a final. They're, the Sharks are going to make a final. Because yeah, they're going to be... Mo- the most obvious thing is I think Cronier's really stepped up here. I was slagging him round four, but he's just picked up, tied his boots up. And he's just leading that team. Well, he's playing with undone boots. He's going to struggle. <laughs> yeah, well, now he's done him up. 
He's deep. playing a lot better. Wow. Get a bit of traction here. Yeah, it's deep. I go deeper too. Um, um, all right. Well, should we, just because I haven't watched it, lads, unless you have anything to add, should we jump into the Force game, which was a cracker? Yeah, let's jump into it. Jags Force. It was just violence, scrap, grabbery, yeah. thuggery, tomfoolery, skullduggery. Yeah, look. There's a bit of tomfoolery. There was. Plenty really? of widgeties out there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Widgeties. <laughs> A bit of interesting <laughs> bugs on the pitch, or rubs, uh, mate. Oh, oh, there you go. No. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. It was. It was like rubbish football. But they were brawling. It was scrappy. Both teams wanted it, um, but both are so used to losing. Neither team knew how to get it done. Yeah, this first half was tough to watch. The Maz- Maserayway. Is that how you say it? Not even close, but we'll push on anyway. You're right, yeah, George. Let me look Maserani. it up. I want to say no, the winger. Yeah, Mazariwa. Mazariwa. He was getting absolute he was, dog uh, thrown at him, and he was doing his best to tip it on. But I don't understand. You go out, you warm the hands up. The first first minute, we saw two drops. Two drops, passes behind the man. Like, you think uh, they switched on from that? Yeah, but come on, in a warm-up, let's be honest. You, do, you get yourself uh, into be better a grid. Than that, please. You get into a grid, and you just pass along, and there's no defense, and there's no worry, and you go through the motions. <gasps> then... Yeah. I know you're shocked that some of them might actually drop the ball blade, but it's it's something that needs to needs to occur. Look, you know what I love watching about the Jaguars is that fucking Landaho. Landaho is my favourite player to watch in world rugby. Whoa, whoa, whoa! In world, rugby? I just love how he appeals to the ref. He borderline seduces them. He flirts with the other players. He does all this weird shit just to throw them off their task. And I fucking love him. It's just that South American way. Just, just, by the way, just for the record, I know you can't see this, but there's a lovely shake of the shoulders there as well, <laughs> by the way. This is a South American way. Now, look, the Force had a better set piece. Their scrum kicked the ass of the Jaguars today, and every time the Jaguars got in the tough, front foot... Mate. No, he didn't play. Didn't play. Didn't play. Didn't play. They sent yeah. a Taft home, true. dog. Yeah. Yeah. For a bit of a rest. You know, Tessman didn't throw in straight every time, but neither did Taft. So their scrum came through, Coleman and Arnold, massive. Who is a freak? Fucking Hardwick. Hardwick is a God, gun. he had a blind. God, he can he? make ad line. He's great, mate. And I'm into Meeks. Meeks had a great game too. He's had a good season. Yeah. And Rona's threatening at 13. Forza got some players. God, I'd like to see them with everyone back. I'd love to see their, their finest 15 because they've got a good coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're building there. And, I mean, I don't care who goes. I think we do need to lose the team and as long as these players stay in Australian rugby. But you'd feel real sorry for the Force having actually built something of substance this year. Mm-hmm. They have that. We always talk about it. They have that identity. They know how to play. Yeah. It makes a seamless transition when one person comes in to replace someone else. Mm. Um, however, I'm not saying that one over the other, are they ever going to really progress with that team to the level that they're going to be really competitive? I don't know. But. Uh, that's what I question too. Because they, they're they winning the hard-fought slugs against teams that Well, are... they're not winning them. This is the first one they won, which was awesome. They just always lose these ones. And watching it, it was just like, how long until they lose? Yeah, and they almost did, mate. Yeah. The Jaguars had some the goes at them. serious concerns to Argentinian rugby, though. That's pretty much the fucking Argentina national side, and they can't beat a about-to-be-relegated Australian provincial side at home. That's concerning. And they're in a shit pool for the World Cup. They're in trouble. Yeah, which is which is weird. At the end of the last World Cup, it was like, right, they're the fourth best nation in the world. They are Southern Hemisphere's dominant, and they're about to join the Super Rugby. They're going to go from strength to strength. They've had the balls to pull everyone back from Europe. They're going to be a powerhouse in the Super Rugby comp. If anything, joining the Super Rugby comps hurt Argentinian rugby. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I d- and I don't know what the solution is. And you can't even pin these ones on travel. They're at home. They've the, been home for a while. I think um, consistency of selection would help. And consistency of game plan that is... I know the they're consistency of game plan is they want to go wide, they want to be expansive. But it goes back to that point. You've got to be... If you're successful at this level, you're going to be... There's a greater chance you're going to be successful. Yeah, at an look at the level. Crusaders. Look at that blueprint and then let the fun happen out wide. Yeah. Um, uh, they they did miss Sanchez this week though. He's he's obviously a big player for them, Nicolas Sanchez. So, but mate, the Force are missing half their side. Yeah, no, I, I and she, fantastic. You know, yeah. it's amazing that the Force won. I'm so happy that they did because you know it, it's hard to win away in it's in, in the Super Rugby level. So for them to go away and and kind of make such a big difference because everyone was obviously talking about last week's. Um, uh, game or against the the Sharks to lose thirty seven twelve last week they wanted a they wanted a, a big difference and they they've come away with a win so which is awesome yeah look they gambled they picked six forwards on their bench with two backs yeah anything could have happened well yet. that's just out of necessity mm. like Pryor ended up the game at five eight 
and played well, mind you. Um, they they they're just out of personnel. They're yeah. legitimate. Like in Grant's one of those red flag players. If he's in your team, you're not going to win. He's a red flag to not tip them. Yeah. And now they're having to run him on. Like they are just out of personnel. They need to get back to personnel. But that's the case of every season they've played in the last five years. They yeah. run out of personnel here, and then Peter Grant gets a hundred caps. Yeah, I know, but that's that thing of we we can't support five teams. No, yeah, you're right. But Mazarewa under the high ball, uh, fuck, he did some excellent. That's a yeah, he's from the ITM Cup. He, he good aspect of his way. game, mate. He did really well there. And Newsom, Newsom's a good, could come through it too. All right, shall we uh, push on till next week? Let's project. It's my favourite part of the pod. Can we say versus? No, versing, versing. Because someone tweeted us saying they hate it. It's not a word. So if we could say that heaps. Yes. Chiefs versing the Crusaders. Don't game be one. A dick, man. Right, Chiefs playing. 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 Opposing. Go Crusaders, mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna tip them all the way home here for this. This will this will be a barnstormer though, because Crusaders will be nursing some sore bodies. Oh, Chiefs have had the bye. Yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs at home. Oh, I'm going Chiefs. Damn it. God. <laughs> do you want do you want a fence to set up man? No. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs my final call. Coming off a bye, they need to string a few form games together. I keep waiting for the Crusaders to be beat by the other Kiwi sides. We can be beaten. And it hasn't happened yet, so I'm going to tip them. Go the Crusaders. Yeah, I really want to say the the Chiefs really confidently because the Crusaders have to lose at some point. They have to, but... Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with the Crusaders. The Chiefs! There we go. Stormers Blues. Stormers Blues. Mate, the Stormers are playing horrendous. You've you've got to think the Blues. The Blues, Week off though, off a bye though, off mm. a bye. And the Blues traveling. Another Kiwi team at home. They've got something to prove here. Uh, the Blues Stormers. were clever though. They rested a few. Duffy, Collins, SB at a niggle. They've rested yeah, a few. They're, they're, they're big players, you know. Still, some of their big players still played. Stormers um, aren't shit. Let's not forget yeah. that. Blues. I'm gonna go Stormers. I'm going Stormers too. All right, I like it. I'd like I'd like a Stormers win. Yeah. Like I, I, I just think they need to prove this. They yeah. need to prove to the rest of the if teams get, in this fight that everyone, they're legit. Yeah, if they I'd, get everyone back, whether it's Machi, Kalise, etc., and they get the two secondaries back, Stormers should win this. There's going to be an arrest in Wellington after the Hurricanes cheaters game because it is going to be murder. They are going to want blood oh. after losing, and the cheaters yeah. are fucked. Dude, Peter's going to be protesting outside Hurricanes HQ. This is going to be a massacre. Pam Anderson's going to get get out there and oppose. <laughs> Where are you going? Where is Isn't she an ambassador of animal cruelty or some shit? Pamela Anderson? Yeah, yeah she? I don't think so. No. I'm pretty sure she's a Peter ambassador or a WWF, one of them. WWE? How do you know no, so much about Pamela The World Pamela Wildlife Foundation. Who's still into Pamela Anderson? <laughs> She's 100. Um, look, the Canes are going to win. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Put your house on it. The Canes are going to win. Because the cheaters are going to get their asses slammed. All right. <laughs> should we cut that? Yeah, I think we probably should. We've never done a We've cut before. We've never edited before ever, but maybe should we, we should. Yeah. And, so we thought about doing a cut there if you've heard a random pause, <laughs> yeah. but we couldn't work out how to do it, so we're just pressing on. Keep on trucking, yeah. 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 Uh, hurricanes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, force yeah. Highlanders, the next one. Now nah, look, the Force, and, and it's got to do something to your brain. They've literally travelled around the globe. They've gone from Perth yeah. to South Africa, from South Africa around the world to Argentina, and then continuing in the same direction, flying into Sydney and then flying from Sydney to Perth. That's, like, that's a really that's nice insane. Way. It is insane, but that's a really nice way of saying that if they'd have still been at home and they'd have had two weeks off, you'd have still picked the Highlanders. Yeah, but they've won. Against the Aguaras, which is coming which, back from South Africa, it would have been very close. I would have been like they could do an upset here. It's easier to get back from uh, uh, where did the Highlanders play? They played the Bulls. Is that Pretoria? Yeah, yeah. It's easier it to get back to get back from there to, yeah. to Perth than it is to get from Argentina. Mm. Yeah, because no, they that, come via Sydney and shit. It's legitimately cruel. Yeah, the, whereas what, the Highlanders will go from the force. The Highlanders are probably going to Joburg and Joburg straight to Perth. Yeah, yeah. The, the, so yeah, the force are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Unlucky Highlanders. Yeah, the fans will turn out though after that win. Good yeah. on them. Yeah, no. Oh, is this another Sunwolves Sharks? Hopefully, the uh, Sunwolves get up for this. Yeah, but it's in Singapore. Yeah, they never play well there. No. They never do. There's no one there. We've already discussed. There's there's dogs arriving. There's more dogs at the game than there are yeah. actually people. No. 
That's a disappointing. Sharks, then. Yeah. The Zumbles don't get up here. They uh, the Sharks, I'll tell you what, if the Sharks don't get up here, uh, I oh, reckon yeah. they'll, there'll be heads rolling yes. in Durban. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Lions, Bulls. Got to be the Lions. I mean, they're coming home, but they've had a fantastic tour. Yeah. Bulls are dog. Yeah. Bulls are no good. Yeah. Lions uh, are down personnel, but the Bulls aren't playing well, are they? Fuck, this is going to be your game. Kings, Brumbies. Oh, the big, Kings. The battle of the 19-pointers. Gather Kings. Look up. You don't mean that. It's got to be. You don't mean it's that. It's got to be the Brumbies, isn't know. it? As a former Canberra native, you do not mean that. I'm Come just on. going as in terms of who I actually think is going to win. I think God, the, it's going to be hard. The Brumbies should win this. The of course they should. The Brumbies should win this. Yeah, they might lose, but they're going to be favourites and they're my team, so I'm going to tip them. Go the Brumbies. They're not my team, but go the, the Brumbies. The Kings are on a roll, man. Kings are on a roll. Training's a... The Brumbies are on a streak. They're on a streak. Isn't it the same as being on a roll? They're on a losing streak. Oh, a losing streak. Yeah, first time since, I think, 2010 that they lost four in a row. Wow. So they're, they're, they're in a bad spot, the Brumbies. Wow. Yeah, they are. And they, they just don't score tries. And I'm hoping that this one, though, will be... The right act gets read to them, and they're told to play attacking, aggressive rugby, and they find some points and they find so some flair. If um if if the Brumbies lose next week, yeah. and we'll go into the Fold last game them. in a minute, and the next team, like for example, the Tars win, Tars will, will potentially be top of the conference next week. It's crazy, crazy. And it's hit. such a shit conference. Yeah, no. uh, Brumbies for me. I, they should still win. They should get over the line. Come on. Um, Tars Rebels, the final one. I remember the inaugural game for the Rebels ever. This was this fixture. Yeah. So it was meant to build, be a big rivalry. Rebels won last time. They did. I, look, the Tars have to win this. Yeah. It's not negotiable. I think the, the only real thing is the Rebels with McMahon coming back. He could be that point of difference. Yeah. But That's true. It's got to be the Tars, isn't it? It's got to be. Foley and Falau and Hooper are all on the field. The only That's issue, enough talent. The only issue is we sat here saying Tars should be the Kings. Yeah. And they couldn't do that. Both teams are really unpredictable. So If I was a betting man, though, I'd be going the Tars. Yeah. And they're shit, but yeah. I'd be going the Tars. But the, it's not a question as, oh, they might be good this week. It's just, are they going to be heap shit or just shit? Yeah. It's a great measure. No, nah, go the Tars. Great, I'm hopeful, mate. I reckon measure. they've had a week off. They've thrown that rope around. Yeah, go the Tars. That'll be good, mate. They'll come out with some flair. Folly will ignite the back line. Where's Debrasini? Is he injured? Must be. Because it's ludicrous. It's yeah. insane that yeah. Wall is on that field. At this point, again, I'd take. Do, wouldn't you even? Wouldn't you even play? I know this is controversial, but you'd probably even take. Uh, um, Betty at ten and say run. No, you'd, wouldn't you play Deborah Senior at ten, and then you could shift everyone around to just get rid of Inman, someone because you don't like him either. It's not that we don't like him. Nothing personal, yes. I no, appreciate that. It's just I think he shuts down their attack a lot. Yeah, they, so they, they, they've missed Placid at fifteen. The real, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're hurting. Yeah, they're go to Tars. Go to Tars. Yeah. Go to Tars. All right. Just uh, uh, before we finish, uh, well done to Saracens winning their second uh, Champions Trophy. The Bockies. With only, I think, one Austra- one South African team. Oh. Well, only, only one Sa- uh, South African in their team, I think. What about Stade de France getting yeah. his team, got through? No, Stade de France won their first ever uh, European final. Stade de France. Yeah, that's Gennier's team. So, oh, is he, he Gennier? We'll have you back. That's what I said, man. Let's go to achieving this week. Sorry, man. Should listen, really, shouldn't I? Apologies. Yeah? Should take a time out. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, I got to sit in the corner. No, no, you're so good. it's good news again, yeah. We're happy to have him back. Yeah, successful. They they won a final this week, no? Is, that, <laughs> so. is Genia in that team? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wonderful kit they, they wear. Uh, just a quick question, uh, just to finish off. The RPA, I know it's probably it's not the biggest thing in the world, the rugby uh, in England. They in, inaugurated, or in, not in the word, they put uh, Dan Carter into the uh, yeah, rugby football game. Is he the best 10 ever question? As an Aussie, it's like Mark Eller holds a special spot for us. Um, Grand Slam. Hmm? But if you had Seven. to, if you had, is he, is, is he obviously the, probably the modern one? You, yeah. The modern, yeah. Uh, who else? Throw some other names at me. He's well, been I'm, the best all back 10 at times. I'm biased, probably, because I'm not Johnny saying Wilkinson? it would be Johnny Wilkinson. He evolved that 10 position, and, and Dan Carter came after him. Um, yeah. 
I, I get what you're saying in terms of significance. Yeah. I just think Dan Carter consistency oh, and what yeah. he did against the Lions. And spark. he was a well-rounded player. Wilco Completely. didn't have as much spark as Carter. Um, no, and, and the thing is about Carter, yeah, he was. He wasn't just a passing 10. And the end pass, of, run, kick. Yeah, you know, the, whereas Wilkinson was more of a kicking true. 10. Yeah. So, and there was a downward spiral to Wilco's career, yeah. whereas Carter pretty much left on top. Yeah. Like I know, and he's still playing well. And, and it's a bit of who else would go into that conversation? Because if you look at all the other other players, probably in terms of Northern Hemisphere, I can't think of someone. Please, well, the thing is, me. what Carter comes down to is longevity at the top. Yeah. You know, Carter was top of the game for a long time. I mean, guys like Mertens didn't have enough of the game, like complete games. Spencer was mercurial, didn't have enough of the game. Some like Stephen Larkham's in the conversation. He mm. played for a very long time at the top flight. He won us a World Cup. Um, beat the British and Irish Lions. Like, he, he would definitely be in the conversation. Yeah. But I don't think he's... You'd have him over Carter or Wilco. Yeah. No, interesting. I, I, you're probably right. He probably is. And I, for me, it was just that Lions series. Yeah. Like he just single-handedly won it. Yeah. He was the best player he was in the amazing. world then. Yeah. Um, be interesting to know, those guys out there, who would you say is, is Dan Carter the, the best 10 ever in the history of the game? I, and what do we think about those four? Which I've mm-hmm. got Ella, Larkham, Carter... Wilco? Yeah. I don't know. Thoughts? Surely we're forgetting someone. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm, I feel like we are too. There's yeah. been some great Bucky 10s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 95 World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Love to know your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. That's a cool way to end the podcast. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter. We call, what do we call? Thumb. Rugby underscore podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a- That's us. The yeah. Green and Gold website. We just read those comments. Yeah. All right, uh, we'd like to.